When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of Mar-a-Lago of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, gloating, of course. First of all, I want to say, con- first up front, uh, congratulations. Just um, for being me. Excuse me. Excuse yes. me. Mm-hmm. You know, you almost ruined it. Yeah, don't, <laughs> you, ever the, you ever the phrase, don't fuck a, go- a gift horse in the mouth? <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking, You're doing that. Well, you do, that's, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. You're, you're stepping up to the horse that's being very nice and you're fucking it right in the mouth. You don't do that. It's a, that's why it's a saying. I was going to say, thank, it's about time we had a tech stuff guy. They always come in, Mr. How are you? And they don't even care. But you actually, you know, congratulated me for being me. And that's, we call that nice. Well, Don Jr. got engaged to Kimberly, uh, what do we call her? Gargoyle. He got engaged to her. They're going to get married. Engaged in a... Guilfoyle. Yeah. Engaged like... married? Yes. Yeah. This is the you first know, time you're hearing about this? This... Well, you know, I have... I, I blocked... I call him Dan Jr. on my phone and I blocked him. <laughs> uh, he... You know, I told him... Uh, you know, when he started seeing her, you know, I respected that he got divorced. I said, you know, and, and I respected that he got divorced with five kids because it shows real strength. The more kids you abandon, you know, the stronger, the stronger you are. I didn't know that. And you no, know, well, it's true. It's because it's, you know, you abandon one kid. It's like, okay, but if you, you know, if you're like one of these NBA guys with the eight kids, you know, that's why they're so strong. That's what, you know, I watch the the NBA sometimes, truth be told. And if you see a guy with the biggest muscles and dunking on everybody, I go, that guy probably has 12 kids that he's not taking care of because that gives you strength. If you can walk away from your kids, it shows great strength. So Don Jr., he went, he walked away from five kids and I thought, well, it's, you know, I didn't, I didn't think he had it in him. I thought he was one of these weak cocks who would just stay around and go, yes, honey, what do you, do you need me to feed the baby? Okay, I'll do it because... I'm not a real man. And, but then he does this. He gets with Crazy Kim, who, as you know, if you've listened to the show, I, you know, I had powerful sex with her. Uh, but then I told Don, Don Jr. about it because, uh, you know, what's the fun in just, you know, you can't cuck a guy if he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I thought that would make him maybe not want to, you know, get her the Trump name. I mean, Kimberly Gargoyle Trump. What what the hell is that? Well, congratulations. We already have a we already have a gargoyle, and its name is Tiffany. 
where you're going to have another daughter-in-law. And I don't know if he, uh, you may have more grandchildren, um, but, but congratulations. Uh, That's awesome. Well, she's, uh, let me tell you something. In the words of the movie Scarface, her womb is too polluted. <laughs> now, do you think this uh, marriage has anything to do with the subpoenas? I don't know if you heard about this New York Attorney General. Who's subpoenas, really... Mike. <laughs> subpoenas, like the legal thing. Hello, I just Vice President Kim Pence. Do you think that he married her so she can testify against him because um, Donald Trump Jr. and Ivanka have been subpoenaed by the New York Attorney General for the civil investigation? You know, this is why I hate Dan Jr. Because he's copying me. Because I said to Ivanka, Ivanka, marry me. Then you can't <laughs> testify against me. Strong legal father protection. I will be your father figure. Put your tiny hand in mine. I will be the one that loves you till the end of time. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, and she, uh, you know, she declined, but and that's okay. But I think Dan Jr. copied me like a like a like a total loser. And I told him, if you're gonna marry, some, okay, marry somebody. Don't marry the gargoyle. And you know who's gonna believe? You know why it's stupid to marry her? Can you imagine if Kim Gargoyle gets up there and Puerto Ricans her way up to the witness stand? You're getting very emotional about this. Mr. I feel it, it, <laughs> you know, I'm very proud of myself, but it makes me very ashamed for the Trump name. <laughs> so she Puerto Ricans her way up to the witness stand, all crazy and Latina. And I, I don't even, I can't believe this. And when she testifies, who the hell is going to trust her? You don't need immunity. Let her talk. People will say she's crazy. She's a crazy person. She's Look at her. She's sucking the bailiff's dick while she's on the witness stand. Who's going to trust that testimony? Who's, excuse me. Who's going to trust that testimony? Nobody. Nobody. So why waste? It's called spousal immunity. Why waste <laughs> spousal immunity on a gargoyle? <laughs> you know, Mary, Mary Hope Hicks. You know, that's that's that would be okay, but no, 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 it's a total disgrace. He's shaming our proud family name. Now the the subpoenas, I mean, people don't turn on you to to the people involved in the January sixth who are gonna get a peaceful protest. They've been subpoenaed, they denied it, and they're getting charged criminally for it. So people are are, are really your ride or die for you. So I'm assuming you're not even nervous that Donald Trump Jr. and Ivanka have been subpoenaed because you know they're not going to turn on you and they'll go to jail for you, right? Well, I'm actually hoping that Dan Jr. goes to jail. <laughs> and then I'll do strong sex tapes with Gargoyle and send them <laughs> to the commissary. But if they dare charge <laughs> that's the packages he gets in jail sex tapes of his father and his well, fiance. you know if you've seen how weak that kid is he's certainly <laughs> going to be getting packages in jail but the if they dare charge beautiful sexy voluptuous ivanka with a crime and if she were to be found guilty january 6th will be nothing compared to the army that i bring to the women's jail to free Ivanka, hopefully while she's in the shower. 
Maybe you can ask when shower time is and then free her then. I am because that's when everybody's guard will be down. They'll be like, oh, it's okay. It's just hard nipple shower time with Ivanka. And, you know, who would, you know, the best time for her father to show up, nobody would be expecting. I get him. I'm getting, you know, excuse me. This is a very emotional episode of the new year. And happy new year, Mr. President. Well, whatever. But wait, wait, wait. (laughs) If, if, you know, they'll never expect a father to want to go visit his tall, sexy, busty daughter while she's showering. I get emotional because I'm, I don't like thinking of Ivanka in jail, you know, unless she has a hot jail roommate and maybe they experiment, you know, then it's an okay thought mm-hmm. yeah, as a father, not in any other way. But like, you want the, you want the jail roommate to be a good looking Joe roommate, right? You don't want some pig, you know, like, a, like, a, like a daughter. Yeah, no, no. You want like sort of a like a two broke girl situation, right? I got you. Maybe, maybe like a little shorter but very stacked brunette, you know. And then maybe, uh, you know, some tasteful scissoring. Uh, and maybe not so tasteful. Maybe it gets pretty. You know, it's prison, so maybe it gets pretty graphic. I don't know what women. Women don't sixty nine, right? They, what do they do? Why they, can't they? they because what is it called a, well if you think about it a 69 should really be called more like a 67 right you ever think about that like one of the persons has like just a you know the seven like the man is the seven the right. woman is the is the, the the some call it a six some call it other things but uh or you could do like a, a 70 uh, an 87 if a woman's very loose and has a big mouth you do an 87. And if it's a devil's triangle like Brett Kavanaugh, it's an L87. <laughs> I get so emotional thinking about Ivanka Uh-oh. in our prison system. It's so it's a it's terrifying. It's so scary to think of. It's you see how emotional you have on one side you have Don Jr. ruining the family name that I've worked so hard to build up. And then you have Ivanka just you know, potentially being double teamed by a, a stacked brunette and, and maybe a, a very uh, voluptuous, uh, light skinned Latina. And it just, it makes you, it makes you tear up in all the, all the penis places thinking about it because you're so upset. Now I'm going to, I don't know how we're going to go back to this attorney general right now after that conversation, but, um, you know, it's just, I feel, you know, when I talk about family and, you know, come up with, by the way, genius ideas like, you know, 80, 87, uh, you know, I think we need to retire 69. 69 is sort of like, you know, the radical left stupid way of describing it. I think 80, I think L87 is is the new something. That's a new, that's a new. That's the new 69 is the L87. Just like when well, I say 80s, like, like 30 is the new 20, L87 is the new 69. Maybe. Some are saying that. Yeah. Now, Mr. President, with the subpoenas for your children, um, there's a civil investigation in New York by the Attorney General. And then, there better, of course, not be peanut, there better not be penis anywhere near Ivanka. No, no. There. I, I've checked. And um, 
the January 6th peaceful protests. They have the committee that's trying to take you down, and that is coming up the January 6th anniversary this week. Now, the committee, do you know the man of name Keith Kellogg? Keith Kellogg, well, is his middle name something with a K? <laughs> no, but he would be a good friend of yours if it was. Keith Keith Carl Kyle. Kellogg. <laughs> Keith Kyle Kellogg. <laughs> Keith Kyle Kellogg, good guy. Very strong guy. Well, no, Keith Kellogg, he's the serial guy, right? He did, uh, he did uh, you know, Raisin Bran, which is for losers, and Tony the Tiger, which is, I think, Mike Pence's favorite cereal. Well, speaking of Mike Pence, he he has a direct business relationship with Mike Pence. He was Pence's national security advisor. Oh, oh and... is that what we're calling it now? Is that what we're calling the young <laughs> the young boy who comes to Pence's office late at night? His <laughs> national security advisor. <laughs> well, Mr. Kellogg or KKK as we call him now, he um, Keith Kellogg allegedly is giving the January 6th committee information about the January 6th peaceful protests, which don't show you in such a good light. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? That Pence, out of everyone who is loyal to you, it might be a person who works under Pence to actually turn against you. Well, the reason that's fake news is nobody works under Pence. Pence is always the bottom. Secondly... <laughs> okay. Secondly, this is why our people want to dang Mike Pence. Can you imagine what they're going to do to Pence if they find out it's his people that are... And, and excuse me, excuse me. What is he saying about a peaceful protest? Oh, yes. Patriots exercised their First Amendment rights and peacefully protested. Oh, what a, what a, what a scoop. What an informant. What a tremendous asset that person is. He's... He witnessed a peaceful protest and will testify secretly to the radical left Democrats and Pog Cheney that, oh, there was people and they love their country. Oh, my goodness. Well, what I read is that he's giving information saying that people were texting you and warning you that it's going to get possibly violent and that there will be attacks on the Capitol and you did nothing about it and kind of uh, well, just let here's it happen. The thing. Here's the thing. And you know, I don't, I would never blame Ivanka for anything, but mm. Ivanka, I do remember this. Ivanka was, you know, I was eating popcorn and um, <laughs> screaming, screaming, punch the N word, you know, <laughs> with the, with the protesters <laughs> and, you know, just popcorn with a nice diet Coke, just watching, you know, just enjoying a, a nice day in the white house. And Ivanka comes in and she says, Daddy, you have to do something. So this has been reported mm. somewhat, you know, out of context, but with some, you know, that's how they do it. You know, this tech stuff. Right. They give you a little bit of true information and then try to pretend like the whole story is true. So it's like, yes. Oh, they'll say, Ivanka has humongous breasts and is hot and came into the office and said, do something, Daddy. And I go... Well, yes, she's very hot and has huge breasts, but no, she didn't say that last part, but they mix in the truth part. Right. She came in and said, Daddy, can you do something about this protest? And I said, I like it when you call me Daddy. And she said, she laughed and said, no, I'm serious, Daddy, you have to do it. And I said, oh, don't, don't use the soft voice because 
I'm going to have to sit behind this desk for a little bit longer now. <laughs> and, and she said, no, you have to, you have to do it. And then she looked at me and I was looking at her and she goes, daddy, my eyes are up here. And I said, okay, but you know, they're called bras. I know I paid for the best breasts, but it wouldn't hurt you to once in a while, throw on a bra. You're in the white house. Okay. And then I lit a match and the sprinkler went off. And she was wearing a white, uh, a white blouse. And you could see everything. You could see all the texture, all the texture of the, uh, the areola. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then she was saying something about, you know, they're, they're killing people at the Capitol. And I was like, okay, you know, that's sort of your fault. Iva- you know, Ivanka, you're sitting, you're standing here. You expect somebody to deliver a message appropriately. And I don't, I'm not blaming her in terms of her doing it intentionally. But when you walk in, and your double D's are poking through your shirt. What do you, ex- you expect me to, I, I assume this is sort of like a joke message. Like, you know, somebody, uh, you know, some people do cameos and some people do like singing telegrams. And I was like, oh, this is a pornographic hot daughter message. Uh, you know, like what's, is this a happy birthday? Is this like a congratulations on being the greatest president? So she may have said some things, she may have, but because, you know, she was, uh, presenting in a unique way, I may not have taken her message seriously. So yes, I sort of blame Ivanka a little bit. Well, but I won't do what the radical left wants me to do, which is, of course, the solution to all of this, as you know, would be something that is, uh, you know, as a pro-life, strong president, I cannot do. They would say, sir, then get Ivanka breast reduction if it would improve your focus as president. And I won't do that. I won't do that because I'm pro-life. <laughs> totally, totally understand that. Um, Mr. President, we're going to get back to this in a second, but I want to thank our awesome sponsor, Week In and Week Out. It's betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50% more money than you put it only on your first deposit and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus and only on your first deposit from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season and 22 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Remember, it's promo code CLNS50 for your welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50% more money on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts, betonline.ag. Also, join our Patreon because we have our live episode coming up, which is this Thursday on the anniversary of the peaceful protests, January 6th. It will be a live episode for our Perfect 10 Patreon patriots. Sign up at patreon.com slash MPGA. We have a special guest for this anniversary, and that will be former President Barack Obama will be joining us for this episode, the live episode 
on January 6th. That is 8 p.m. Eastern time for the anniversary of the peaceful protests. Join us, patreon.com slash MPGA. We got, yeah, we got so many new patrons last year, last month. Well, you know what? It actually was last year, Tech Stuff. You it didn't was. know that. Excuse me, you didn't know that. And we got so many new ones, and hopefully they stay with us because we have, I don't, I don't we have, this is, I don't know if there's a way to top the Eppies. The Eppies were so great. I think everybody who joined in is like, oh, I got to stay with this. But if there's anything that could top the Eppies, and that's why we're doing such a quick, we usually do the live episode later. The January 6th, peaceful protest anniversary. This is going to be a mem- partly a memorial for uh, Roger Rabbit, you know, the woman who was mm-hmm. uh, assassinated. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a celebration of freedom and a promise to take back our White House and give it back to the people again. So it is going to be a celebrate, a solemn celebration, which is sort of an oxymoron, but we're going to make it work. Mr. President, do you have any other announcements coming up? Oh, thank, oh, thank you, Tech Stuff. Oh, look at what a professional. Look at well, you know what we do. We're going to be, well, not we, not you, but I will be uh, going undercover as a failed comedian <laughs> uh, named J.L. in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which is Trump country, Pennsylvania. It's not Philadelphia with all the, uh, you know, all the people that don't look like Ben Franklin, okay? <laughs> and so I'll be in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania this Friday and Saturday doing strong spoken word. Uh, with very funny lines. Some people call it comedy. Some people call it other things. And then Chicago, January 27th. Hopefully I don't get shot by the uh, radical left. Uh, February 2nd, San Jose Improv. We're going to maybe look at Nancy Pelosi's district and see if she's, you know, if people are still homeless and taking shits on the street. Uh, Then we're in Burbank. Burbank, which sounds a lot like Bobert. So if I you know, get an erection on stage in Burbank on February 6th. It's not my fault. It reminds me of little Lauren, the future Trump wife. And then uh, February 10th, we're going to be in the great red state, even though it's a Mitt Romney state. We're going to be just outside of Salt Lake City doing strong shows. So everybody, you know, be there or be a radical left loser. Thank you, Tech Stuff. And no also, problem, Mr. President. One last thing I'm going to say. I'm sort of cheating on this podcast, which is okay. It's sort of, a, I think it's okay. You yeah. Know, the, yeah. I give the podcast a lot and, you know, we send a prenup. So <laughs> cheating with other podcasts is totally acceptable. It is. There's a podcast called the Righteous PK Podcast. And this week's episode is very powerful and very interesting. And that's all I'm going to say. So if you've never listened to your president, really let loose and almost sound like a different person with a different life is the one to check out. So check out those dates, everyone. Now tech stuff. Do you have any announcements? I just have. No, you don't. Well, no, excuse me. No, you don't. We're moving on. Thank you. 
no announcements, but everybody should check out Rob's Comedy Playhouse in Buffalo, New York, this Friday and Saturday. Some tech stuff guy is going to be there. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a strong, strong Trump part of the state, I'll tell you that. That's right. Now, Mr. President, we have a couple more stories, and then I want to get into the questions. We have a ton of questions this week. Ten questions qualified for this episode this week. Lots of well, powerful you know Twitter you know and Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you know, Facebook is, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's weird anyway. But this is what I'm talking about. What our fans need to understand is if they engage with us, and by us, I mean me and whatever, whoever the hell the tech stuff agency sends me each week, mm -hmm. we will get back. You don't see sleep. How many questions is Sleepy Joe answering on his podcast this week? Probably zero. Right. Not, doesn't even have a podcast. Certainly doesn't. I don't think he even has a smartphone. Probably not. He probably think, still has think, a StarTech. I think, I think Sleepy Joe right now is on a landline trying to listen to podcasts. <laughs> Come on, Jack. Star 6-9. And we all know now it's star 8-7. Uh, <laughs> i like that callback now mr president before we get into the questions a few things first um marjorie taylor green uh crossfit hero huge, <laughs> huge balls too she was recently suspended from twitter uh what are your thoughts on this twitter again censoring free speech even though she was allegedly giving some false information about COVID and Omicron, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, but COVID what are your thoughts on her? Actually, yes. COVID and Omicron are actually two guys that, that double teamed her at her CrossFit gym while her husband watched. <laughs> yeah, she's a Christian. She's, as she says in her old Twitter bio, Christian mother. And, uh, you know, so she might have been, you know, she might have been, you know, just doing some sort of OnlyFans sort of, uh, sex play sort of you know saying like omicron and covid will cure what ails you but that might have been a compliment to that you know that devil's triangle at her crossfit gym so it's but you know it's to be honest it's but it could have been a misunderstanding but i respect her for not not bowing to social media she could easily say no uh twitter please let me back on it's actually a mistake in fact here's the you know here's some photos and some video that I took of the, you know, this is Omicron. Uh, he's an African-American and this is COVID. He's from Eastern Europe. And they're, as you can see, they're both very strong and, and, and powerful. And they, you know, they're destroying me in my gym, which, you know, well, and you see my husband over there is who's wearing, you know, he's not wearing a mask because he's not afraid. And, uh, you know, yes. And, that, and yes, COVID actually splattered some on my husband. And if he was wearing a mask, he wouldn't have experienced that. So she could have cleared this all up. And she chose not to because they don't deserve uh, uh, Melanie, Melanie uh, Taylor Tomlinson. They don't, they don't deserve, they don't deserve her. Now, speaking of the Omicron, how do you, uh, what are your thoughts on how Sleepy Joe is dealing with this new variant, the Omicron? Well, we call it the Jomicron. The Jomicron. We call and, it the Jomicron. And how do you think he's doing? I mean, the COVID numbers are sky high, like higher than when you were in office. So what are you saying? Are you saying he's doing better than me? 
No, if the, the numbers are higher, it means he's doing worse. Well, you, excuse me. Well, you know, that sounds pretty stupid tech stuff. You're saying, <laughs> uh, so when I take a test, oh, you got a 98%, but the person who scored a 42 did better? No, I don't think so. So you want more people getting sick under your watch? Uh, no. Well, that's but what's happening with Sleepy Joe. So excuse you me, want... I want better numbers. It's called better, it's, it's called numbers. I know, stuff. but and in this, tech stuff, lower numbers me, are... As a, as a tech stuff. Yes. I know you're not math stuff guy, but math and tech often are very close together. They're almost like, you know, sometimes they're in like the same building on yes. radical left colleges. They go, oh, it's the math and tech science department. <laughs> so even if you didn't take the math classes, even just being in the tech school, you should have been close enough to math to realize that higher score is better. So now okay. uh, I actually reject that. I say I had many more cases than Sleepy Joe and he does not win because he is a loser. You had more deadlier cases for sure. So that should count, right? His cases are like uh, cold, like symptoms and flu. You had like deaths. You had more deaths for sure. So that's uh, okay. Oh, uh, wait, more no, powerful. Okay. Well, that, that, well, that's very strong and powerful. That I can accept. That I can accept. Okay. okay, so so Sleepy Joe is sort of padding his numbers with a very, you know, Sleepy Joe's hitting a bunch of bunt singles and claiming to be, you know, Pete Rose, the hit king. Yes, whereas, and you were knocking grand slams like Barry Bonds. Uh, or Mark McGuire. Maybe we could make it Mark McGuire. <laughs> okay, Mark McGuire it is. <laughs> I want you to say Sammy Sosa. Okay. Mike Trout. You could say, well, Sammy Sosa's getting there. You know, Sammy Sosa could be could be good in a, in a few more treatments. But uh, Mike Trout, how about Mike Trout? Mike Trout, that's a corn-fed All-American, and he's got, you know, and the best thing about Mike Trout is not only does he have the big the big white farm power, I'm going to say this off the record, he's got African-American speed. He is. He's and you know they're mad when they see that big farm kid sprinting faster than them. They're like, sir, that's not right. And then we get extra happy. Okay, let's go back on the record. We're on. The last okay, thing I want to speak. Well, you know. Uh, yes. The last thing I want to say, you know, a Mark McGuire, a Mike Trout type. That, you know, I don't yeah. know why you had to exclude. Is it racist that you excluded them? Maybe it is. Maybe it I is just, that you didn't I mention just, them. I thought home runs. Barry Bonds or Hank Aaron comes to mind when home runs for some reason. Well, I like to think of Babe Ruth and Mark McGuire. You and okay. Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle. Okay. Uh, as well as uh, some even older players. You know, Ted Williams had a lot of home runs. You don't, you're not mentioning him. Not. Uh, Ty Cobb had a lot of hits. Didn't hit home runs, but hit a lot of hits. Yes. Uh, you know, on the nose, so there's, there's uh, you know, other talented people like... Uh, uh, like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., right? I don't know about him. <laughs> I mean, Vladimir, you had me with Vladimir. I was like, upset. and then all of a sudden you said Guerrero, and I said, nope, pass. And that's how they get you tech stuff. They they come in and they say, "Hey, this is Vlad," and you're like, "Oh, well, das Vadanya, Vlad." And then all of a sudden, he's like, and you go, "Not my kind of Vlad. Different Vlad. Wrong Vlad." <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, 
the the last thing. <laughs> Uh, he got me there, Mr. President. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about before we get to the questions is uh, Ghislaine Maxwell guilty. Your thoughts on this? Do you think there's going to be a suicide? Do you think she's going to um, cave and tell all the secrets because of uh, all the famous people on the planes, including yourself? Do you think she'll be murdered? Do you think she'll go into witness protection? What are, you, what are your uh, thoughts on Ghislaine Maxwell guilty? I don't know this person never never met um gelatin maxwell uh but i will say this i wish her the best and if any you know if anybody in the prison listens to this podcast if there's anybody who you know maybe enjoys a, a strong presidential podcast and you know knows uh the whereabouts of of gelatin maxwell you know you just understand that there, you know, there could be arrangements made for maybe a year, maybe two years of free Patreon content. If uh, you listen to this podcast and use the promo code Murder Jelaine, uh, you know, you use the promo code Murder Jelaine in her cell when nobody's looking. It's a long promo code, but we, we have the space. You you type that in, and uh, you just. Uh, send, you know, you, 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 you will smuggle in a cell phone for you with a camera. You take a nice strong photo, upload that with the promo code, and uh, you'll get two free years of, of Patreon podcast. So that's, I, I don't know if there's a, but we wish her the best. We wish her the best. And we hope, uh, you know, whoever the hell she is, that she's okay. And, uh, you know, that she lives a long and uh, healthy and strong uh, life. Uh, and you know, that's my official statement. Uh, so, uh, that's it. Okay. Two years free Patreon. Well, we have lots of good questions this week and I'm just going to start out with Instagram right now. And this question comes from Steve underscore, uh, Maresca underscore actor, uh, happy new year. Okay. Sounds radical left already. In a little bit. Happy New Year, sir. King President. Just wondering if you had not been usurped from power in 2021, how close were you from COVID disappearing before Sleepy Joe exposed the world to new variants? And what would America look like um, in 2022 under your watch? On January 19th, 2020, the last great day of our country. Uh, COVID came up to me and said to me, sir, well played. And we shook hands and ate, split McDonald's fries. And it said, well played, sir. And he said, I'm going to get out of here now because I can't hit, you know, COVID doesn't follow politics. You know this. Mm-hmm. COVID doesn't follow politics. So COVID had no idea. COVID thought this new guy in charge, first of all, he beat me individually. He had COVID and we couldn't do anything with him. You know, I barely needed any help to defeat COVID when it was bad. Not the sleepy Joe, sleepy cold variety. I had the, right. you know, rape your face variety. <laughs> rape your face COVID. <laughs> and I defeated it very quickly, you know, almost with no help. All I had was 
25 doctors, round the clock treatment, six experimental drugs, a ventilator, and that's all. Like a little, a little bit of help, barely anything. And I defeated COVID. And COVID was like, this guy not only defeated us very quickly by himself, but now he's defeating it for everybody else. And and then COVID saw uh, an, an article on my desk that said, Sleepy Joe becoming president tomorrow. And you should have seen COVID get sick. COVID went from respectful, knowing that it was beaten, to all of a sudden, very bad attitude. And it just said, okay, Mr. President, well, see you later. And it left and I could see it was laughing. It was laughing <laughs> so, so hard. And I really felt bad for our country, but I knew COVID had seen the article with Sleepy Joe and knew that it was gonna to totally dominate. So that to answer uh, the uh, actor's question, and he did call me, sir. He did. COVID was done. COVID was scared. So we would have no COVID if I was still, COVID was ready to retire. And then it's so sleepy Joe and it said, not so fast. So we would be in a country free of COVID with great wealth uh, if I had been, well, I was reelected, but if I had been not stolen. Mm -hmm. I understand. Thank you, uh, Mr. Actor, Steve Mareska, actor. The next comes from uh, the Dur Group We. Uh, I don't know. Instagram, it's like put a, put a dash in there or something. Um, as you consider an epic run for president 2024, what are your thoughts on cryptocurrency for your presidency in 2024 when you run? I don't like crypto. I like okay. the dollar, gotcha. but I will tell you this, uh, melanoma, my wife with air quotes <laughs> is doing an NFT. She's doing a, an, a non fuckable token where it's her eyes and it's like a painting. Okay. And I think it's so great. I think it's so great that she's finally doing something because, you know, most first ladies, they walk around and they say, we want to get kids healthy. We want to start a foundation for poor people. Yes. Uh, we want kids to read. And melatonin is just basically saying, I want to do what crypto for me. And I thought that was so beautiful. <laughs> it was such a, a beautiful idea that even as a former first lady with a platform and big fake tits and a beautiful ass. She's going to use her her, her her reach and her power to to make herself money. And mm. I think that's such a, you know, while Michelle Obama is like saying, girls, you can do anything. Melatonin saying, girls, you can do anything, but she's talking to her own tits. <laughs> and I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that's a great role model for women. And, and girls, by the way, and girls. I agree. Very important. The next but question, I don't like yes. crypto. I like no. I like you're NFTs, not a crypto man. Yeah. But no, I, I don't like. Uh, I don't like crypto. I remember when you were talking to Scaramucci, you were telling him how you were not a fan of. Crypto. Oh yeah, he's he's a big he's a big crypto guy. Well, he's yeah. a little crypto guy to be honest. Uh, this comes from I three X R three X and says Happy oh, New so Year. Oh, you don't know you don't know presidential code. You don't know presidential code. I know presidential code. Okay. You know who that is? Who? 
Well, is that Alex's they, iPhone? It is. I, I, well, I, they, I, there you go. They, well, no. Oh, yeah. So text. Now I get it, sir. Now that you've explained Why? presidential code to me. Well, I also clicked on his picture. <laughs> well, now you know. But you aren't going to click click on his picture. You're just going to talk like R2D2. It's R2D2, sir. Yes. <laughs> it says, Happy New Year, Dr. Mr. President, Sir Esquire. With Antonio Brown, uh, former receiver. I forgot the reverend, but that's okay. We'll forgive him this one time. Yes. With Antonio Brown storming off the field shirtless and leaving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, any chance oh, of using Mike Pence? Mike Pence, you should have when when he heard the announcer saying Antonio Brown has taken off his shirt. I lost another TV that day because Mike <laughs> Pence came running in with a powerful evangelical heart on, and you know the only person running faster than Antonio Brown was Mike Pence. <laughs> Leaving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, any chance of using his newfound free time to make him an ambassador for the Platinum Plan? That's a great, you know, the Platinum Plan, which is, of course, uh, our great program for Blacks that went nowhere. Uh, well, I think Antonio Brown should come down and help Herschel Walker in Georgia. Mm. You know, because Herschel Walker... So, ta so talented. And it's like, you know what they say? Two brains with CTE are better than one. <laughs> so, you know, saying? Antonio Brandt, you've never, heard, you've never heard that saying? No, I never heard that oh. before. <laughs> okay. Well, it's true. And uh -huh. I think if Antonio Brandt gets down there with Herschel Walker and they put their heads together, you know, one will get a concussion probably, <laughs> maybe both of them. But also, they'll come up with great ideas. <laughs> That's, that's, so I, I think I think Antonio Brown's best usage would be to go and assist Herschel Walker uh, with his great Georgia Senate campaign. Next comes from Archduke underscore MG, Mr. President, sir. I called you, sir. Sir, I wonder if you have watched the show Yellowstone. And if so, has it possibly inspired you to pack up the family and move to Montana and become a rancher or cattle baron? I think you miss. I mean, I think you misprinted uh, "raper" and said "rancher," but I'll I'll just assume that that was a typo. Okay. Uh, Be become a raper or a cattle baron. <laughs> well, I certainly don't want anything to do with with barons, so that's out of the question. Okay. So, uh, Yellowstone. I saw two two seasons. Two seasons of Yellowstone. Uh, I was a big fan of this person's work, Taylor Sheridan. He wrote the the show. He mm -hmm. made this great movie called Sicario. You ever see Sicario tech stuff? No, I haven't. I heard good things though. Incredible movie. Incredible. Uh, you know, shows the nasty Mexican drug war. Beautiful movie. Then there was a movie called Hell or High Water. Did you see that one tech stuff? Uh, yes, I did see that. Nominated for Best Picture. Powerful mm -hmm. movie. Featured mm -hmm. almost exclusively white people. Great movie. Who started and that movie again? Chris Pine, Ben Foster, and Jeff Bridges. Mm -hmm. Jeff Bridges, that's right. Powerful movie. Mm -hmm. A failed comedian once had it as his number one movie of 2016. <laughs> and then a couple of years later, he did a movie called Wind River, which was also a very powerful movie, very strong. So this guy came out of the gate, Taylor Sheridan, with many strong movies. And he did a show, and I said, well, let's, let's you know, obviously we're going to check out the show. We've already watched all of Netflix. And I watched the show Yellowstone, 
And you know how I feel, Montana's a great Trump state, but I'm watching it. And this is a spoiler for some people. I get to okay. the end of season two, and I'm like, I don't know about this. And I'm the hot daughter. There's a hot daughter with big tits on the show. <laughs> so you know I was interested. Yes. And she gets violated in a very brutal scene. Mm. And this was very unfortunate because, you know, I thought to myself, I don't like to see this. I'm very pro-women. Right. And then during the scene, she starts insulting the penis of the rapist. And I thought, how rude. <laughs> and I thought, this is a disgusting show. When I'm, you know, and I thought they're probably going to charge this guy with sexual assault when the real crime is the rudeness of this woman. And to be that's, honest, what you, was, that's what made you not watch season three. Yeah, I just quit. I quit on the show <laughs> because I was like, you know, at, speaking from experience, when you sexually assault a woman, mm-hmm. uh, they're usually not cursing back at you and threatening you and telling you that like, you're not doing them well enough. So I thought this is not accurate. First of all, not Mm -hmm. accurate at all. I I say that from experience, strong experience as a father. And (laughs) I also say on top of the lack of realism, she was being rude. She was being very rude and saying that he was not doing, uh, you know, that his rape skills were, were deficient. So total, total terrible show. Apologies if I spoiled Yellowstone for you, but that was when I decided bye-bye, not watching the show anymore. We're going to move to Twitter now, Mr. President. And this is a great question. Comes from... Um, when are you going to ask questions from Parler? Uh, when, when I sign up for it. Um, this comes oh, from... <laughs> comes from uh, at DJ McConnellif, and uh, it says, Mr. President, sir, the great Kid Rock made a very powerful song, which we didn't ever talked about, totally dominating the libs. Is there a collaboration in the work for a remix with Jim Crow Records? That is a great question. Have you heard the Kid Rock song? And what are you thinking? Uh, remix with Jim Crow Records. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I haven't heard, you know, I don't, I don't, I know Kid Rock listens to the podcast, so I don't want to insult him, but I have been very busy and I haven't had the opportunity to listen to his song, but hopefully he can play it live at the uh, January 6th uh, show. Uh, you know, we get special guest Kid Rock, but he uh, he's very, he's a great artist, great, great patriot. And we actually have been in talks to sign him to, to Jim Crow records. Uh you know, and uh, yes, yeah, so that's a great question because we are thinking about uh, we'd like uh, Kid Rock to pair up with uh, Kanye, which I think you would agree. You know, you get Kanye, you get Kid Rock, and you got 1K left. Maybe Kyle Rittenhouse joins to do some like, you know, intro vocals. Or intro crying, like he can start it by going. <laughs> or maybe, maybe you have the sudden, singer from the Killers, maybe sing the chorus. So you have the Killers, Kid Rock, and Kanye. 
Now, next question. This question has been uh, to the person who asked this question. You can blame the text. I was trying to give you a strong Jim Crow records answer. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse on intro vocals, okay. not whoever the hell you just mentioned, <laughs> followed by Kanye producing and Kid Rock on vocals. I think you're talking about one of the great songs of all time. I agree. It's like, uh, it sounds like uh, We Are the World, Voices That Care, and then whatever song they produce. We have three more questions, Mr. President. Now, excuse me, we are not the world, we are America. And it's called you. America First. This comes from the world. Okay. Excuse me. You can be the world. All right. Uh, at we Rob, are America. We are America. At Rob America Shuttleworth. <laughs> yes, America first, of course. <laughs> Rob Shuttleworth on Twitter, Mr. President, sir, and making Bobert the next Mrs. Trump. What do you plan oh, to boy. do about the current Mr. Bobert? Would you consider making a tremendous and powerful deal by swapping him and letting him have melatonin? No, 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 no. And that's a good question. I don't, I don't blame uh, our, our fan Shuttlesworth for, uh, for asking. I like Shuttlesworth. It sounds like, like a butler. Come here, Shuttlesworth. Go kill Mr. Bobert. Uh, what we would do is very simple. And this is why it's great to be president. What I would do is I would talk to little Miss Bobert and say, okay, you know, you know, put on that skirt and those heels and that dumb expression on your face. And holster, you know, I'd have a dress. You remember Laura Croft, Tomb Raider? Yeah. I, that's what we role play. I have Bobert put two of her guns, a little little skirt with some <laughs> high heel boots. Same and outfit. She walks in, and then I open, you know, I draw a treasure map where the map leads <laughs> to my penis. Okay. And what we would do is we would have sex in her, in her home. The kids can be there, but the husband can't be there. I understand. I'd say, Mommy, what you and Mr. President are making loud noises, and she'd be like, "It's called patriotism." <laughs> and then, while we're mid-sex, and the Secret Service is watching, of course, because they got to protect me, mm -hmm. we would have Mr. Bobert would walk in and be so furious, and then he would come and try to attack his president, and Secret Service would have no choice but to shoot him eighty-five times. <laughs> That makes sense. And now, and then right as he was dying from the bullet holes, I would finish in Lauren Bobert. I thought you were going to pull out and finish in all the bullet holes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that would be presidential. <laughs> you know, that, that was... I, uh, <laughs> what what the people heard on the podcast was actually the first ever, well, not the first ever, but one of the first presidential orgasms on air. And I, you know, a tech stuff, you've obviously uh, listened to the show because I didn't even realize that that uh, was my kink. Uh, but you know what? On second thought, and I'll try to control myself this time, <laughs> as he lay dying, I would... Pull out and finish. <laughs> Not in one of the bullet holes because you know that they need to do the the, the, the autopsy analysis. The yeah. but on on his face <laughs> as he's dying. <laughs> uh.
Oh, man. We have uh, two more questions, Mr. President. Um, all right. This comes from uh, at Heritage 30 Year. And we, we call that finishing move a bow squirt. <laughs> I like that. Um, this, this comes from uh, at Heritage 30 Year. <clears throat> sir, Mr. President, Dr. Trump, PhD in greatness, sir. That's a great greeting right there. Why has the Biden economy forced McDonald's to do away with their strong, powerful dollar menu? Excuse me? That's what the question is. This, well, no, I, I, okay, I heard the question. Um, okay, I am getting on the powerful internet, the Trump internet, and looking this up. Oh my goodness. What in the hell has happened? Yeah, the dollar menu. What is happening? Is this a true? Is this true? Sleepy Joe, if Sleepy Joe has, has, this is, as far as I'm concerned, you can have gay sex and urinate on a cross, <laughs> and it would be less offensive to my strong American Christian principles than damaging our strong and beautiful dollar menu. Now, I don't use the dollar menu. You know this. Yes. You think I'm ordering from the dollar? I order from the uh, multi-dollar menu, we mm -hmm. call it. And But this is, the dollar menu is one of the great things that corporate America has given poor people, including blacks, by the way, not racist. Blacks not and Latinos uh, very strongly enjoy the dollar menu, and that's why I support it. I wanted to expand the dollar menu into all 50 states and the left, I guess, didn't want it to happen. I was going to have all our school kids eating off the McDonald's dollar menu because I thought they could do better than the cafeteria. But the radical left said, oh, no, that's not healthy, sir, because they hate our kids. They hate our poor kids. They hate our African-American kids. But if this has happened to the Sleepy Joe and... January 6th, we will commemorate the great peaceful protest. But on January 7th, there's going to be the dollar menu disaster. And I want all my supporters to attack local McDonald's. And if they try to tell you that things are more than a dollar on the dollar menu, you burn the McDonald's to the ground peacefully. Of course, peacefully. So that's January 7th this year. <laughs> okay. The last question, Mr. President. And it, this is uh, from at Dr. Downey. Mr. President, sir, if you can choose New Year's resolutions for each member of your family, what would they be? And please don't forget your youngest baron. That is your seven-foot-tall son with Maleficent. Thank you, sir. Maybe just give a few. Maybe you can give um, melatonin. I already, I already, well, I already, already have them. them. Okay. I already good. know them. Sounds good. Tiffany, kill herself. <laughs> Eric, drink drink a bottle of bleach, full bottle. Okay. Don Jr., get coked up with Kim, Kimberly Gargoyle and uh, both have cocaine-induced heart attacks during the disgusting display of lovemaking that they do. 
Okay. Uh, melatonin. Uh, agree that a divorce is your best thing, and uh, on principle, on principle, reject any money from Donald Trump. Okay. In the divorce because you're on principle. Be be principled and reject the money of Donald Trump. <laughs> be principled. <laughs> Be pr be principled. Yes, perfect. Very okay. Tech stuff. You might have saved your job. Uh, Bartholomew, leave leave Donald Trump alone. He doesn't know you and doesn't want anything to do with you. I've if 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 Donald Trump has said three words to you in the last six years, take a hint, you tall freak. And Ivanka, a very simple wish: uh, get divorced from very weak Jared Kushner and stop letting, you know, laws and traditions and fear uh, guide your love life. Take a risk, take the biggest risk, take the biggest risk anybody's ever taken. And you might just find yourself Maybe not happy, but you, know, you might make your father happy. And I think that's a beautiful thing that a daughter should do. So that's it. Those would be my New Year's prostitutions. <laughs> well, Mr. President, um, we, I think we went over time here, but I, uh, I, I appreciate you staying this long with us in this episode. And a happy New Year. Happy New Year to all our listeners. And stay safe out there. And do you have any, uh, any parting words for our listeners? Just remember, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Every, we need to get to 2000. Like, we got to get, it's 2022. We need to get, you know what, tech stuff? How about What's this? That? Yeah, let's hear it. We need to get to 2022 ratings. So let's do everybody it. who listens to this, get an iTunes account and just give us, a, give us, give us, click five stars, leave a one sentence review. That's what we want. Your New Year's takes resolution. Takes a second. Takes a second. Exactly. So give us five stars. Let's get that way up. We got to get, we want to get to 2022 before it's 2023 bars. And other than that, support, support the comedians associated with this strong show and God help us all.